We are back with another segment of the Sports Rap Podcast. In this segment, we will discuss Martellus Bennett's comments on racism in the NFL. All right, folks, we are back. It's your boy, Sports Rap D, back again, Heat100Radio.com. If you haven't tuned in, you know, you can get to the link in the bio and tune in. You can also get us on the tune-in app. But if not, you can sit right here with me. Facebook Live, Sports Rap Radio Show. I'm here. Here we go. Now, why is this? Tim Moore, what's going on? What's happening? So, I want to get to you, and I want to talk about the issue with the Martellus Bennett and the comments that were made by him. Shawana, what's going on? Let me try to adjust my lighting here, folks, so I can get some more light on myself here. Yeah, here we go. Back to the light. Now, I don't know why this thing is acting funny today for right now, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to get it here, and we're going to get it together. There you go. We got a little bit more light. I don't know why my lighting is off, but... Um, I'm here, and nonetheless, I'm going to keep working on it, so just stay with me, folks. What What's going on is the simple fact that we all know about the protests. We all know everything else that is um, going on, and there's former tight end Martellus Bennett tells us and breaks down some issues that he heard and that he's been witness to as a former NFL player being in the NFL, and that there is racism in the NFL. So initially he came up, he started about with the Drew Drew Brees comments and all of that. So we talked about that in our last segment. So we're not going to go back down that road. Good day to you too, my sister. Glad you are here. Glad you are tuned in and listening um, as well. So Martellus, 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 Martellus Bennett um, is one who apparently holds no punches, no holds barred, and is giving it to us straight with no chaser, as we like to say um, in this uh, thing here. So we are in this to win it, like we said. And, of course, we know that there is some racism in the NFL. And excuse me for for readjusting while I'm here doing this um, right in front of you. And all of that. I'm just trying to get some lighting, better lighting, so you can see me as we uh, talk here. And I give you this information about Marcellus Bennett and his uh, issues with the NFL and the racism in the NFL. Now, uh, one of the things he said, and I quote, he tweeted, Damn, y'all thought Drew would say something different than what he did? So he goes on and he says, tell me what white quarterback that truly stands for something other than their Captain America images. Not one of them spoke up when it wasn't easy to speak. Okay. And now they're all writing statements. Jackie Bridges, glad to thank you tuned back in. And you see, now y'all want to applaud these statements when y'all crucified every athlete that says something by protesting in the beginning. Good point there. 
And I understand that point. I see that point. One of the things that people don't seem to understand is the simple fact that when this was all brought about, people were condemned. People were in an uproar about people protesting and participating in these protests and whatnot. But when they had a chance to make a big play for their black teammates and colleagues, most of them remained silent showed ignorance or didn't say anything of importance when it was really needed. Told you, what do we say? We'll always show his spots, always. But now there's a safety net that everyone wants to speak up. I hear it, but I want to see it. Absolutely. So they're talking to the talk, but they haven't done anything to back it up. Um, excuse me. He also said there's a double standard that remains as it pertains to treatment of white and black quarterbacks. Since black QBs have to do every freaking thing right. Baker Mayfield and his white privilege allows him to do whatever he wants. Then they go on to say that people talk, this kid has swagger. No, he doesn't. If a black quarterback did any of that and lost the narrative, wouldn't be swagger. It would be unfocused and not serious. Right. Absolutely. Then he goes on more and says, It's been forever long how the blank, do you still know what your black brothers are fighting for, he tweeted. You get in front of millions on your platform and give an ignorant statement, effing up the message dudes have lost their jobs fighting for. You need to take your knees off the necks of your black teammates and stand for something. Spreading the false narrative of protesting the military and F is exactly what you are doing. Get informed. Read a blank book. Goes on to talk about Nick Fangio and his comments. Says Nick Fangio says, and I quote, There's no racism in the league. It's like sitting on an elephant and telling me, well, this is Martellus Bennett saying what he, is in response to Nick Fangio's comments. He says, Saying that there's no racism in the league is like sitting on an elephant and telling me it's a horse. I totally get that. I totally get that point. And it's totally understandable. You know, all of these coaches with white daddy syndrome, as he calls it, in the league and football, period, talking down to black players in a way they would never do to a white player, know it's wrong when they want to turn around and tell them hard and tell, tell them I'm hard on you because I love you like you're my own son, as an excuse. The NFL is racist. Main reason they don't have black coaches is because of racism, not because they aren't qualified. It's the same way they feel about black coaches. The difference is they need the black players to make the league work. They don't need the black coaches in order for it to work. Makes a very valid point there. Okay. Um... The league has racism because there are racist players, coaches, owners, GMs, trainers, executives in it. We need more black coaches leading black men. The league stopped many players from experiencing that with blatant racism and prejudice when hiring coaches. You can play for our team, but you can't lead our teams. And now they have since instituted a new policy where they will get a extra third round pick 
for hiring minority coaches, GMs, or executives. It's not really a big incentive. It's not really um, a compromise, if you will. You're going to give them an extra pick, but what does that do? doesn't do anything as far as helping the protest or helping the cause. It just helps you make more money, the owners, the racist owners. It helps, helps them make more money. With that being said, Martellus Bennett has pointed out some things that are going on that we pretty much knew were going on. And then, you know, it's brought back to our attention with the comments of the likes of Drew Brees, Vic Fangio, and Jake Fromm. They have no clue as to what's going on because they're not in the communities that we are in. They have no clue as to what's going on as this protest has never been, is not, and has never been about the flag. But again, like I said in my last segment, when you talk about disrespecting the flag or you just talk about disrespect, please, please go back and read the entire four verses to the Star Spangled Banner by Francis Scott Key, and you will get the full extent of the word disrespect to us, which is still going all across America, all across the world. And it needs to stop. We have a voice. If you have a voice, you need to use it like I'm using it. And again, I will continue to use it and try to make a change. It's going to start with us. Anybody that has a platform, you need to use your platform in the right way. Use it. Don't take advantage of it. Use it. Have your sincere, have sincerity in it and be willing to fight for the cause. With that being said, I will end today with that note. As always, stay woke, stay safe, stay blessed. Pay attention to what's going on around you people. And remember, it's not about the flag. It's about the injustices that are going on in our communities that need to be halted immediately. We are on our way, hopefully, to making a change or working towards a change, which is dramatically needed in our society. It's your boy D. Tune in each and every Monday, heatmahoneyradio.com, right here, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., following the morning rush, and all week on social media, you know where to find me, at sportswrap underscore D on Instagram and Twitter. Sportswrap Radio Show is the group page on Facebook, iHeartRadio for the podcast, or wherever you find your podcast. YouTube, Sportswrap TV, check me out. The webpage, sportswrapradio.com. I'm all over the place. Get with me. Comment on my videos. Comment on my stuff. Leave me questions, whatever. I will get to them as soon as possible and comment and possibly get your comments or information read on air. It's your boy D signing out. Enjoy this beautiful day. 80 degrees today. Pretty nice all week. 90 tomorrow. But enjoy today, Monday, first day of the work week. It's your boy D signing out. Peace. Part two of the Sports Rap Podcast. It's your boy D, and I am back live. Sports Rap Radio Show is the group page where we are. You know that. And you know what we do. And we covered our sports. But I got to come back. I got to give some shout outs to some folks. Uh, Ivan Robinson, always tuned in. Good friend now of mine. Uh, can't wait to get you back up here in the studio with me. But he left me a comment. And I mentioned this, um, Stan Laws, what's going on? Uh, 
I mentioned this in my post just on regular social media, but he wanted me to not forget, and I appreciate you for reminding me not to forget. Uh, shout outs to Floyd Mayweather, who has since signed on to pay for the services for the family of uh, George Floyd. So shout outs to him for that. Also, there's been an update, um, and Major League Baseball has a new proposal. And again, like I mentioned to you, that they are just struggling, struggling, trying to get this thing right for them. So their new proposal is now to have a 76-game season, and the players would get 75% of a prorated salary under the playoff bonuses, which would require that the postseason is to be held. Again, baseball is really the ones that are dropping the ball on this. Also, I forgot to mention earlier, the WNBA are in the early stages of proposing a 22-game season, which is 11 games, uh, no, 12 games short of their regular season. Uh, they usually play 34 to 36 games in the regular season, but they are proposing now a 22-game season, also in Florida, at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Sosby um, has they have like a few courts, almost like uh, some resemblance to, on a smaller scale though, of the uh, Orlando complex, the Disney complex in Orlando. So, with that being said, we definitely have a lot of other issues to get to. We have a lot of things to talk about. And, and I am using my platform to discuss some of these things. And like I said, I'm live, so you can chime in. If you feel you need to call, you can call in at 215-221-9435 and give me your take on what's going on. So I want to backtrack a little bit, and I want to start with, and as I mentioned, the Drew Brees and or the, and not and or, but the Drew Brees, and then we'll get into a little bit of the Jake Fromm comments. So, one of the things that Drew Brees said um, is he, and, and I'm just um, paraphrasing right now, he is not in support of people or players who kneel or protest the flag, as they call it. And again, the backlash that he got, I don't have any issues with it. Um, for one, like I mentioned last week, I, I personally do not really, really, truly accept the apology. Uh, I don't think the apology was genuine. The apology was genuine. I think he caught some backlash or he got uh, rumors of some backla backlash and then he was uh, pressed into uh, making an apology. But he, along with a lot of other people, Jake Fromm included, uh, need to be reminded or, or must they be reminded that all of this is stemming back to 2016 when Colin Kaepernick decided to protest injustices and inequality in minority communities in and around the United States or in around the nation. So he decided to take a knee during the national anthem uh, at football games. I have no issue with that. 
Uh, and, and just to backtrack and give you, you know, backlog on the story, Colin Kaepernick did not just decide one day, wake up and say, oh, okay, I'm a protest, I'm going to take a knee. Um, it was a strategic plan. It was well thought out. He actually went and spoke with a retired veteran before he started his protest. And I don't know how many people actually knew that, but myself and my partner, Baldy, shout out to Baldy, um, who we always do our due diligence. He, we mentioned this and we talked at length uh, on this topic a while back, like shortly after it occurred. But here we go again, and, and people are, or the racists, let me just be blunt with it, the racists are turning this thing into disrespect of the flag. But again, Colin Kaepernick had a well-laid-out plan. He spoke to a retired veteran, gave him what he intended to do, what his initial plan was. The gentleman that he spoke with, Jackie Bridges from Texas, what's going on? The gentleman that he spoke with uh, was okay with what he said his reasoning for his protest was. Had nothing to do with the flag. Um, nothing to do with the Star Spangled Banner. And I'm going to get to that issue a little bit later on. Uh, what's going on, money? And now the racists again are coming out. And they're making this protest about the flag and how people are disrespecting the flag. It was never an issue with the flag as far as in this protest. The protest was about the actual incident, the most recent incident that has stirred this uprising that, that we're in right now. And I'm just speaking of the uprising of the rioting and the looting. And I mean, the protesting, I applaud that definitely applaud it but this whole thing is centered around the injustices of it were within the minority communities uh just last week or two weeks ago we had a gentleman george floyd you know and, and let him rest but he was knelt on by a white racist officer for over eight minutes on his neck he mentioned to the officer that he could not breathe. They did not, the officer did not release his knee. Ultimately, the man passed away. The three other officers did nothing to stop or intervene. But this is what has been going on continually since Colin Kaepernick initially protested with taking the knee. Um, and again, nothing to do with the flag. These injustices have been going on. There is a long list of names, male and female now, that we can talk about that have been victim to these injustices. So where does the flag come into what these men, women um, are doing? No, it's no, it's no issue with the flag. Again, the flag has nothing to do with it. There's no disrespect of the flag. But Colin Kaepernick's point is being brought back to the forefront once again, where it is crazy. Thanks for tuning back in, Iverson. I gave you, Ivan, I gave you your props, too, for your comments. Um, it, it, these injustices have been going on since forever, and they're becoming rampant right now. And like we said, it, it's going to come 
for now because we have a start in this particular process. These particular officers were arrested finally. Charges were upgraded from the initial charges to second degree murder from first degree murder. But all in all, deep down inside, and I also won and one to believe that they should be first degree murder. So that's how I feel. And those are the issues and the injustices that are going on. Now, getting back to Mr. Drew Brees, again, his statements are what they were. And this begins to bring about the cliche statement that I brought up last week. True Leopard will always show his spots. So he said this, and this was in him, and this is Drew Brees, the person. I'm not talking about Drew Brees, the football player, Drew Brees, the athlete. This is Drew Brees, the person. So with all this time, four years, span, continuously going on with these injustices, to this day, you still don't know, uh, you still don't know that this process or this protest has nothing to do with the flag. This is what you racists want it to be about. Uh, excuse me for one second. Richard Drummond, my guy, is tuned in. Uh, Ivan says, did I get your message? Yes, yes, I did get it, and I mentioned it when I came back on air. But again, thanks to Ivan Robinson for reminding me to mention that Floyd Mayweather has offered and is going to pay for the funeral services for uh, Mr. Joyce Floyd. Um, yeah, I saw your training, so keep working, putting in the work. Video will go up later, probably on YouTube, so you can see it, backtrack and see it, but I did give you your props. So, as always, tuning in a good friend, Ivan Robinson, working out some fighters right now. So, getting back to this, um, Drew Brees' comments came up, and, you know, um, a lot of people had chimed in. Uh, one of the ones that I liked the best was the Malcolm Jenkins, and I posted that, so I'm not going to go into detail with that right now. But basically, Malcolm Jenkins told him to shut the F up, which I think was warranted because of his comments and what he said. And the fact that Malcolm Jenkins had a big role in this protest when it started back in 2016, 2017. Played a big part, big role in it. So some of the other stuff, uh, there's been a lot of other athletes, professional athletes that have chimed in. Um, I'm going to read this one quote from LeBron and it says and I quote it is still surprising at this point sure isn't you know is it still surprising at this point sure isn't you literally don't understand why Cat was kneeling on one knee has absolute nothing to do with the disrespect of the flag and our soldiers men and women who keep our land free my father-in-law was one of those okay he also, LeBron James continues on another tweet, and he says, Men who fought as well for his country. I asked him a question about it and thank him all the time for his commitment. He never found cat peaceful protests offensive because he and I both know what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. God bless you. So Drew Brees also went on to say, uh, and I quote, I believe we should all stand for the national anthem and respect our country and all of those who sacrifice so much for our freedoms. That includes all those who marched for women's suffrage in the 1920s 
and all those who marched in the civil rights movements and continue to march for racial equality. All of us, everyone, respect that flag. Same way I respect all the citizens of our country, no matter their race, color, or religion. I think he's trying to save face because we all know as minorities that the Constitution is not written for us. Didn't really want to include us in it. The you cannot empathize or can't empathize with me because you more than likely have not gone through what I and some of my counterparts that look like me have gone through. And and this these injustices as we have seen throughout the past four years are not just centered in the African-American communities of, as we call the average people, average working people. It stretches all the way up to professional athletes, um, African-Americans who are in higher tax brackets because of their employment. And again, other than the professional athletes. So it extends all the way across the board. So one, someone like Drew Brees will probably never know firsthand what that feels like, what it is to go through that. Says Smith, what's going on? We'll never be able to understand what's going on with that situation because they haven't been put in that situation. And again, we talk about all these members of professional sports and all these other things, talking about the disrespect of the flag to me it's not a disrespect of the flag and they talk about the song and again we talked about this at length a while back when this first came about so my partner and I we did our due diligence and once again I've done it so I'm gonna just break this down a little bit for you and I don't remember if I posted it um, earlier but if not after this is over. I will definitely um, post it. Lovely. What's going on, Cuzzo? Uh, I got a comment. Um, and it's from Howard Griffith, Griffith. And he says, As I look back on history, hold on. As I look back on history for African Americans, it is just a disgrace that the same conversation conserving the treatment of blacks in America has not moved in the right direction. However, what I do know is in 2020, the year of vision, racists can't hide and they and the young are are fierce and relentless towards any inequality. Shout out to you, Howard, for that. Yes, they can't hide. And, and in all honesty, I think since Trump got into office, they were not trying to hide anymore. They've been hiding all along. They're going to continue to hide. But I th felt like when Trump got in office, they felt like they had a little more space in that door to start start creeping through. So they're always going to be around and they're going to pick their moments when they decide to show their spots. They're going to. It's inevitable, as we see with the comments from Drew Brees and Jake Fromm. And then you see the backlash that they got. And then you see the apologies. These apologies are not sincere, in my opinion, if they had to be prompted. 
if you had to get the backlash and then you apologize. It means what you said you meant to me. And that means your apology is a bunch of crap because you meant what you said initially or you wouldn't have said it. Okay, now, getting back to this issue that all of these racist people are putting around this disrespect of the flag and the national anthem, I've got some questions. And we're going to talk about this, and I know this is a little bit off of the sports actual topic, but it's a burning topic that's going on in our country right now. And like I said, there are a lot of sports figures who are more recently getting involved and in, in expressing their voice and making their voices known and heard right now. So, we all know we go to sporting events, they play what they call the National Anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. So, with that, I go to this. How many people knew that there were four total verses to the entire song? Star Spangled Banner, or that's what it was called, written by Francis Scott Key. The only verse that is sung at these sporting events it's the first verse we all know it because we've sung it before we all know it. we hear it all the time we know the words it's like repetition if you haven't if you didn't really learn it from repetition hearing it you know the words there are three other verses and again like i pointed out three four years ago when we talked about this on the show look it up pay attention to verse number three african-americans minorities pay attention to verse number three and like I said, and once I get done with the show today, if I'm going to go back and check, if I haven't posted it, I am going to definitely post this entire song. I have the picture. I'm going to post it so you all can take a look at it and read it. Secondly, what brought about singing the national anthem before these sporting events? Why was this particular verse the only verse chosen to sing? Why not sing the whole song? And I'm sure people are going to say immediately, well, time constraints and whatever, whatever, yada, yada, yada. That's not the answer I'm looking for. I'm looking for the answer that you'll give me concerning everything that's going on right now. Because you, the racist people, the racist community, are the ones that are bringing up this issue of disrespect to the flag. This whole damn song is disrespectful to us. And excuse my language, excuse me if I sound a little angry. Matter of fact, just excuse me. I'm not going to say I'm sorry because I'm not sorry for being angry. Okay? And I need people to understand that this song is not something that as an African American or as a minority that you want to be celebrating. It goes right in line with everything that's going on right now. The injustices that are going on. If they want to talk about disrespect of the flag, let's talk about the disrespect of human beings within this song. Let's talk about that. Okay? African Americans are heavily, heavily disrespected in the full version of the Star Spangled Banner. But yet, to save face, to hide, it's only one verse sung, 
at sporting events. It's only one verse sung of this song. Song that saves race. That wants you to brainwash you, to lead you to believe that we're all in this together. And we know we're not. But this is what they want you to believe, that we're all in this together. So, people, do your homework. Do your research. The protest is not about the flag, the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, whatever it is you want to call it. It's about the injustices that are going on continuously in our communities. It needs to stop, and as long as I have a voice, the opportunities, every opportunity that I get, I'm going to express my voice, along with all the other professional athletes and all the other dignitaries that are speaking out and that are angry right now. It's finally gotten to the point where a lot of these professional athletes are angry and they're using their platform, they're using their voice to do something about it. I commend them all for that, especially Stephen Jackson, who spearheaded it all. Close friend of his, George Floyd, the gentleman who was murdered by the Minneapolis police, he spearheaded all of this. So I give him great, great shout outs for that. Great kudos for that. And he has a backing, like I mentioned earlier, he has a backing that will not be defeated. With that being said, stay woke, people. Pay attention. If I, if you want to get a jump on it, just Google the full song, Star Spangled Banner or the National Anthem, whatever, and you'll see the verses. But like I said, I, if I haven't done it already, I will definitely get it posted up today so you can read it chime in and give me some feedback on it it is now 12 15 i want to get to the martellus bennett comments but i'm going to take a break quick break right now when i come back i'm going to close out with the martellus bennett bennett comments about racism in the nfl we know there's racism in the nfl we know there's racism in sports it's starting to come out now with these last couple comments in the nfl so that's where i'm going to stay for this moment it's your boy d you're tuned in the sports rap heat 100 radio on the other side I give you, or I bring to you, Marcellus, Martellus Bennett's comments on racism in the NFL. 